Welcome to Unity of Tucson. This is the second time that, that I was going to say November 11th, that September 11th has fallen on a Sunday since that particular Tuesday in 2001. And I don't want to get us lost in the grief that many of us probably still feel. I mean, I still go through waves of grief around the events of that particular day. But there was uh, something that came across my desk that is related to it that I wanted to read to you. And this is from uh, Minister Reverend Angelica Taggart. And she wrote this. She wrote, back in the early 90s, remember that? Back in the early 90s, there was a sitcom on TV called Dinosaurs. They talked about important issues with humor. In one program, the two-legged dinosaurs and the four-legged dinosaurs were fighting over the rights to a particular pistachio orchard. One side started carrying signs that read, We are right! There was one of them who was painting the signs and got tired of writing all of that out. So they just started putting the initials W A R. <laughs> Flash forward to Tuesday, September 11th, 2001. No matter where we were or what we were doing, unless you're too young to remember, which is also something that I deal with now. <laughs> We all remember that date. It was the day that the universe, as we knew it, toppled. Chaos reared its ugly head and smiled a horrific grin, and all hell broke loose. A reactive mode set in with a vengeance, one whose effects we are still experiencing today. Our world changed in an instant, all because someone, somewhere, thought that they were right. And everyone else was wrong. Today, I invite you to honor those who lost their lives on 9-11 and those that are still suffering the effects, whether physical, mental, or emotional, by examining your life to see where you are stuck in. We are right. It could be an issue with a neighbor, a boss, a spouse, or even someone that's not in your life any longer. Whoever it is, you will know by the energy you feel in your body when you think about them. It's time to give those people safe passage through your mind and heart. One of the things that that event caused was a deeper resonance with what it means to be in common unity, which is where we get the word community. To understand common unity in a more expansive way. You know, community relies, uh, implies a reliance on one another. None of us are in this alone. Not a single one of us is in this thing called life alone. But sometimes it feels like that, doesn't it? And sometimes we act like that, don't we? but none of us are in this alone. We have our spiritual family, we have our 
we have our families of choice. We have our biological families. We have people around us who are here to experience this thing called life in common unity. And the more we engage in a consciousness of cooperation as opposed to a consciousness of competition, the more we are changing this world for the better. And that consciousness of cooperation, frankly, is how I choose to or how I endeavor to live my life at all times. We must constantly choose over and over and over to remember this, though. It is a consistent practice to remember this. Last week, I talked a lot about cosmos and chaos uh, as we explore the theme this month of the power of order. And I expressed that the construct of Cosmos means the well-ordered universe, and chaos is the ad, uh, is the is the uh, not synonym the antonym. I was like, it's not synonym. Chaos is the antonym of cosmos, but chaos is all in perception. So we perceive chaos, even though the universe, in and of itself, is fundamentally a well-ordered whole. In this seeming chaos. Change is the one thing <laughs> that is constant. And change, however small, always means that the result to us in our limited capacity of understanding will always be unpredictable. So stop trying to predict the future, is part of the message today. And let us commit in this moment to live in the moment, because this is where the power is. We have a tendency to look at the conditions of our lives, the circumstances of our life. We have a tendency to look at the phenomenon of our life and look at that and say, that provides the proof of my spiritual nature, all that stuff out there. It does not. While it is a reflection of your spiritual nature, it is not the proof of your spiritual nature. So here's the thing. I think we must collectively stop asking ourselves the question, is life good? And then look at all the things in our life to determine whether or not life is good. Because I guarantee you, you are going to find those things which contradict the very statement, life is good. I think we need to stop looking at the stuff out there to prove to us the question, am I loved? And find that inner love that is within each and every one of us so that we are absolutely attracting that into our experience. Stop looking out there for it. It is right where you are. I think we need to stop asking the question, does my life have value? And then look out there to prove or disprove our value. You are valuable simply because you exist, because you experience this thing called life. That makes you valuable. Can you get behind that? Yeah. And the rest of you? <laughs> That's my new joke. I'm going to go to it every week. <laughs> Here's the thing. At what point are we going to decide to stop looking for proof out there and start living as the example of these things? If we look out there, or depend on any condition out there, we are actively stepping into chaos. We're actively doing that, whether we're aware of it or not. Many of us are doing it below the level of awareness. So I'm going to invite you to recognize now, to step into the practice of awareness, to see when you are doing it, so that as you do it, you can say, wait a second, no, stop, stop, mm-mm. I am not doing this again, because a lot of this also is 
the reliance we have on our mental habits that keep providing the experience of chaos. But as long as we keep looking out there, trying to deal with the conditions or the effects of our lives, as opposed to understanding that we are the cause, we are the mind action, we are the light, the life, and the power of this thing called God, the more we're looking out there, the more chaos we create. So today, take a breath and say, I am here. Say it, I am here. I am here. I am here. And there is no other place you need to be, ever. Be right where you are, right in your heart. So yeah, we do this all the time, don't we? We look to those things out there. And then you know what we do? We say, oh, everything out there is messed up. And so we start flagellating ourselves. Oh my gosh, look at what I created. How horrible. Do you know what that is? I'm flagellating myself. (laughs) Many people will not get that. (laughs) We start doing this. We go into this habit of beating ourselves up for the stuff that we think we've created. And today, the answer to that that I'm going to offer you is Leoth. What? The best way to address, I'm going to get to it, I promise. The best way to address the chaos we create and to address it head on is Leoth. And all of this is done entirely in mind. There's a concept in feng shui called passive chaos. And that is the building up and stagnation of energy. And usually you're trying to, in feng shui, to not allow any passive chaos to build up. But we do this in our minds. We allow this passive chaos to build up in our minds, right? We tend to proceed with a false understanding that we need things in life. And so we start accumulating these things, physical things and mental things. We accumulate these mental ideas and we end up creating passive chaos in our minds. And today, I'm going to say Throw it out. Throw out what is not serving you. Aligning with the stuff out there and letting it become passive chaos within keeps us limited. And the answer to this, Leoth. Leoth. We make decisions based on what will maintain the status quo in our lives. Don't we? I do. I do it a lot less now than I used to. Because here's what I found is that as I was maintaining the status quo of my life, it wasn't always the kind of life that I wanted to maintain. But it felt so comfortable to to wrap myself up in that status quo and keep it in my heart and in my mind. Because the thought of breaking down that which I have constructed was a lot scarier than staying wrapped up in that comfort zone. Leos. So we make these decisions that will maintain the status quo, but we forget that we are the nature and the power of infinite creation. So why do we hold on to these things? To shake the passive chaos off? Leoth. Leoth. And make a new decision. 
Leoth and make a new decision? What if you could guarantee, this is a good question, what if you could guarantee that the decisions you made in your life were never, ever, ever the wrong decisions? Wow, I love that, Don. Thank you. Wow. What would that be like? What if you could never make a wrong decision ever? Today, I have good news for you. The good news is this. You can never make a wrong choice. You can never make a bad decision. Do you believe that? And the rest of you? Here's why. If you are willing to understand that you were always, always, always at choice, then what seems like a bad decision is an awakening to an opportunity to make another decision. So you can never make a bad decision. You can never make a wrong decision. All you can do is continue to make decisions and be illuminated into what is next. And so if you feel like you have made a bad decision, Leoth. It's a requirement for us to engage in Leoth sometimes. And now I'm going to tell you what Leoth means. Let yourself off the hook. We love to beat ourselves up for all these things. And I'm going to tell you today, let yourself off the hook. Here's the challenge. Only you can do it. No one else can do it for you. Only you can let yourself off the hook. Now, you can seek out spiritual counsel. But you're going to probably hear from me, let yourself off the hook. You're beating yourself up, and you're the one in charge of that. So, Leos, let yourself off the hook. That's what today is all about. When we let ourselves off the hook, we allow ourselves to come into alignment with cosmos, with that well-ordered wholeness. That is our nature, to be expressed as well-ordered wholeness. Every decision, every choice you make, is the right and proper choice for that moment. And once the moment is complete, you are free to make a new choice. And if you keep holding on to choices that don't work, Leoth, let yourself off the hook. You are at liberty to change your mind if you need to. One of the things that I love about New Thought as a spiritual philosophy, and this is consistent across all paths in New Thought, but I think that Charles Fillmore articulated it wonderfully when he said, I reserve the right to change my mind. I think it's a really important thing to understand that we should all reserve the right to change our mind, to have the willingness to look life and the experiences of our life square in the face and say, this is not what I would like to experience. I am letting myself off the hook and I am stepping into a new direction. I reserve the right to change my mind. The transformation of our minds is our responsibility and no one else's. And nobody ever wants to hear that. Oh, you mean I have to work at this stuff? Yes. Doesn't mean it has to be hard work. Just has to be committed, faithful work. But it is our responsibility to change our minds and thereby change the construct and experience of our lives. Free yourself forever from the idea that you can make bad decisions. You cannot. You absolutely cannot. Eric Butterworth offered this. There is no decision to be made, only a direction to discover. 
And so if you ever feel like you have made a bad decision, don't consider it a decision. Consider it an opportunity for discovery. And allow yourself to be pointed in the direction of your highest good, the good that is rooted as infinite life, as infinite light, as infinite love, because that is the core of who you are. The greatest gift of our experience of this thing called life is the capacity for self-determination. That is a gift that we get to experience in every moment, to make choices in every moment. So let yourself off the hook for the things you may be holding on to and decide perhaps today to determine a new path and let your infinite potential be unleashed as never before. Peace and blessings. You are magnificent. So the homework this week, and I will remind uh, or let those who are new to our community know that I do give homework every week as an offering to make this a practical path engaging spirituality. So the homework this week is I would like you to do something new every single day. And that new thing that I want you to do, I think, should activate your innate joy. Every day. I do mean every day. Do something new every single day that activates your innate joy. Decide to release everything that doesn't serve you or that you may still be holding on to. Hi, this is Reverend Jonathan Zenz, and I want to thank you for listening to the podcast of my Sunday message. Your financial support will ensure that we can continue to offer this as an option for inspiration. You can make your tax-deductible contribution in any amount on our website, unitytucson.com. Once again, thank you for listening. You are magnificent. Namaste.